Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, today, as you've been hearing on the news, there is the 25th anniversary of the Oman bombings, a day marked by remembering all the people who died, but also those who survived, yet are still scarred both mentally and physically. Also, for about 25 years, a group called South East Fermanagh Foundation has been running tours to locations where violence took place, but the aim with the aim of presenting it from the victim's point of view. They've just launched their first virtual trail, and director Kenny Donaldson joins us now. Afternoon, Kenny. All right, Sean. Uh, now, the, uh, setting up virtual trails, why, why have you decided to take that decision? Well, I suppose for the last uh, decade, Sean, um, we have been bringing uh, groups uh, to Fermanagh, to South Armagh, and more recently to Castle Derg, um, and they've gone out on, on uh, physical uh, trails of the areas, um, predominantly with, with using buses. Um, but we have, I suppose, been aware that sometimes that can be a barrier for people to, to travel um, and to come out on those trails physically. So the, the virtual trail offers someone from anywhere in the world um, through, obviously, uh, their smartphone or Android to pick up uh, on that trail and to, I suppose, have that educational experience wherever they are um, and at a time of their choosing. Yeah, and so when, when if somebody does the virtual trail, are, are you hearing from, say, the families of victims, uh, that kind of thing? Yes, uh, within, um, obviously, the, the instance that occurred within a particular uh, area, um, there would be material uh, connected into the app, which comes as primary evidence and primary testimony from families and from the injured. Uh, and obviously, um, this particular uh, app also is—it's is, almost like a, a living app. It will evolve over time. So, as and when um, families wish to to contribute further uh, to the process, then we will be um, obviously building building those apps up further, so that they will be, I suppose, a real library, an online library of material um, within a given area, um, educating people as to the realities. And the human consequences of violence. Yeah, and so the, the first one that you have uh, uh, that's available now, what, what's the route of that? Yes, the first route, Sean, actually covers Enniskillen District. So within that particular um, app, there would be obviously a, a range of cases included. Um, the the Enniskillen Poppy Day uh, bombing of 1987, um, which uh, claimed the immediate lives of 11 innocents, but with a 12th to die 13 years later. Um, and then there would be, um, obviously, there was a young woman as well, uh, Angela Darcy, who had been shot by a soldier, um, who is also included. Um, and, for instance, the the um, Lakeland Forum uh, bombing where four off-duty soldiers uh, attending a fishing competition for a week um, where they returned to the vehicle, a bomb was placed underneath and two were murdered outright with a third dying five uh, months later. Um, so people from right across our community are included and incorporated within this app. And really the message we're seeking to send, Sean, is the absolute futility of the violence. But it's about having victims at the centre of the process. We've heard much down the years from the perspective of perpetrators and what their experiences were. And uh, we felt that there was a need to balance all of that and to hear from those who have been so grievously wronged. Yeah, can that be tricky to do, Kenny, in terms of getting you know the families to cooperate? It, it 
certainly in the past would have been more challenging, Sean, um, but there, in recent years, I have to say I've saw a marked difference in the approach from families um, because families have come to a place of realising that the political system um, will not um, do right by these issues in the sense of you know, preserving the integrity of their loved one's um, life. And it's for them to speak up now and to ensure that that legacy is protected um, and that people would understand that there was never legitimacy for the taking of human life in the consequence of our troubles and that these people whom are often viewed as statistics were human beings. They were fathers, they were mothers, they were brothers, sisters, um, sons and daughters and they, they were extraordinary people to those who mourn the most. Mm. And, and even though it's kind of, I suppose, limited to the Enniskillen area, can you include all the acts of violence that have taken place there, or, or do you have to choose to a certain extent? No, within the Enniskillen and district context, the, the, the cases all that are connected with the troubles are on there. Um, and likewise, whenever we complete, we have four further trails uh, to now um, you know, also produce an app um, for, um, so the whole of County Fermanagh, the five, the five trails, the five physical trails will be incorporated in app format. And then we move on to the South Armagh area and also to Castle Derg and Anstraban. So this will be a process over the next year of adding on uh, those various other areas. Um, we have all the raw material there and now it's about um, actually presenting it in a way which does honour to those who, whose lives were um, so wrongly taken and prematurely cut short. And just going back to what you were saying about you've seen a change in the last five years in, in the sense of families wanting to cooperate. Does that imply that from their point of view there's something still unresolved about some of these cases? Well, absolutely, Sean. I mean, I suppose to use County Fermanagh as an example. In, in County Fermanagh, um, across the board, there's a conviction rate of circa 8% of the crimes committed um, and County of Manor 116 lives were lost as a result of the troubles um, and you know it's a it's a cold way of putting this but the breakdown there were there were 99 um, people whom were murdered by the provisional IRA two further people lost their lives as a result of, of heart attacks from provisional IRA bombs and um, there was a murder by the official IRA and then six members of the Republican movement lost their lives in the midst of their own actions. And then there are eight other cases which involve either uh, loyalist terrorism or individual members of the security forces having engaged in, in criminal-based activity. So that's the narrative of County Fermanagh. Um, but we will ensure that that all of that is is incorporated and represented within, within these uh, virtual apps. Mm. That is on a facts-based approach yeah. Not supposition and rumour. Um, it's about what the facts are of what happened. Uh, but, uh, but, but then I suppose there is a kind of a, well, I suppose it's inescapable, really. There's a political aspect to this in the sense of that 8% figure you quoted. Uh, and, you know, we're talking about, uh, on the day we're talking today, uh, no one was ever incarcerated for the OMA bombing. So nope. uh, a, a similar case there. Oh, absolutely. And right across the board, it's the same thing, Sean. And we acknowledge that people whom have been wronged by criminal-based activity on the part of security forces, um, people who have been impacted by loyalist terror, and obviously people who have been um, you know, impacted by Republican violence, um, th- th- there has not been good outcomes 
for people from whatever background in all of this. So we, we as an organisation stand by a consistent position that all of the violence was wrong and unjustified. And we seek and want all innocents to have access to justice, truth and accountability. So there's nothing choice about our approach. and um, We very much embrace all innocents of the violence. Why do you think there weren't good outcomes or there haven't been? I think, Sean, there's a range of reasons in that obviously there were difficulties at points within our troubles around how um, the security forces perhaps were were viewed within sections of the community on the level of information that was then coming forward because of the absolute direct threats that people would have had upon their lives by by the terror groupings at that time. Um, And look, I appreciate that this is going out as well to a southern audience. And I do have to say that the relationships between the two nation states were not good either. Um, and the Republic of Ireland at a point would have obviously have operated as a form of safe haven for people when crimes were committed in Northern Ireland and, and they then jumped the border. Um, thankfully, we're in a different space in 2023 where the relationships are very different between the two states. But things were very difficult in the 70s and 80s. And there were people who weren't extradited um, back to Northern Ireland who were systemic killers and who went on to kill further. So there are a range of factors why those those uh, statistics are not better in terms of outcomes. And that leaves a palpable sense of injustice within those who are left behind. Kenny Donaldson is Director of South East Fermanagh Foundation. Kenny, thank you very much. Thank you so much, Sean. Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm. With Anna Glaze. On News Talk.